Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of Let's Talk Ringette. I'm your host, Robin Gillespie. We at Ringette Alberta have been posting about nutrition, sharing recipes, and hopefully have provided some useful resources to you this month. Today, we bring you an interview with a nutritionist who has worked with many sports teams, including ringette teams, in the Edmonton area. I'm happy to be here with Daisha Mead. Daisha is a certified holistic nutritional consultant and has a certification in sport and exercise nutrition. She has worked in the fitness industry for a number of years and has worked with many local sports teams in the Edmonton area and is a ringette mom herself. Daisha, thanks for talking with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me on. So why don't you start by explaining what you do as a certified holistic nutritional consultant and what that means. Yeah, that's a bit of a mouthful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But a uh, nutritional consultant, kind of uh, to generalize that. But basically what we do is we focus on nutritional symptomology. So that's basically kind of relating symptoms to nutrition. So I have clients come in and see me on a regular basis and Generally, we educate and we kind of guide clients on making healthier lifestyle decisions. Um, you know, being obviously food-based is is our main. I'm definitely a food-based person and then sort of supplement kind of mm-hmm. comes second. Um, but just educating people on how to make healthier choices, healthier lifestyle choices. Um, we also have a really good understanding of that direct connect between the the mind and the body and how those two kind of play together. So a lot of outside things, um, being athletics or being sleep or being stress or adrenal fatigue or things like that and how that actually relates to to the body. So we have a really good connection with that. Great. Sort yeah. of taking care of the whole person. Exactly. Food, a right? whole. Yeah, absolutely. Overall package. What made you want to study nutrition and what do you like about this as sort of your day job or one of your day jobs? Nutrition was always sort of a passion for me and I always believed in um, that really, that raw, healthy sort of lifestyle and um, I've always been involved in sports and now being a mom and um, definitely have kids that are in ringette my daughter plays as well as my son in hockey and things like that. Um, I've just become a bit of an advocate for them to, um, you know, lead by example and get involved and, and watching them grow and seeing how the importance of that. Um, I have been in the fitness industry for a number of years as well. And I always felt that that was sort of the, the link that was missing was the nutrition piece. So most people in the circles that you and I travel in understand basic nutrition, things like everything in moderation, eat your vegetables, don't have ice cream for dinner. Right. Um, But how is sport nutrition different than just everyday nutrition? Well, um, I think that everyday nutrition is super important, of course, as you said. Um, I think it's kind of important to understand a lot of people think that it's what they're eating or what they're fueling right before competition or right before training or before a game. But, But the truth of the matter is it's it can be, um, you know, prevalent of days prior to Mm. what you're eating two days before you go to that tournament, what you're eating the week before you go to the tournament, things like that. Um, So of course, that everyday nutrition, smart eating is is really, really important. But I think, um, 
you know, high performance athletes require like high performance fuel. Mm -hmm. And I think timing is super important with athletes. I think quantity and quality of actual nutrition is super important for athletes. They have different needs. I mean, they're, they're training harder. They're, you know, needing those things. It's not only, um, nutritional, but also mental. There's Mm -hmm. a a huge mental aspect in that too. And nutrition affects that Mm -hmm. big time, um, that we kind of don't see on a lot of, on a lot of levels as well. So, um, everyday nutrition, super, super important because that just fuels our body going forward. Um, but then of course for athletes, again, the, the timing issues, you know, what do we need to get in before this sport? Are we talking about just a quick, you know, a quick, um, high aerobic kind of sport Mm -hmm. or are we talking anaerobic or, or what are we talking? So, yeah. So I think, um, Quantity, quality, timing, things like that are super important for athletes. What are some of the signs that an athlete might not be getting the appropriate nutrition? Um, some definite signs are, are like a poor performance, um, low energy levels, you know, leading to maybe adrenal fatigue, things like that, um, longer recovery times. Um, a suppressed immune system is very so um, sick all the time. exactly constantly fighting and battling that sickness. Um, significant weight changes so mm. up and down like and even with um females and and especially um with with the sport of ring out we see a lot of women in that um you know having problems with a, a major change or a void in their menstrual cycle things mm-hmm. like that those are all things that that can be affected by nutrition it's common for young athletes and young girls in particular to get caught up in things like counting calories right. and to be honest there's a lot of information out there about what to eat. You should eat protein at this time. Eat a little bit of carbs. Eat a lot of carbs. Eat fat. Don't eat fat. The, yeah. It seems like every week you could just Google a different it's thing. Ongoing, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us as if you're talking to a young female athlete about what calories are. Are calories good or bad or neither? Um, I think the important thing to understand is that a calorie is not really a calorie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it depends in um, food. I mean, calorie is specifically it's a a unit of measurement right Mm -hmm. how much energy does that food have the unfortunate part is it kind of gets mistaken because it's like well if i'm looking at these numbers i can eat these bag of potato chips which has less calories than this avocado Mm -hmm. you know but but i think the most important thing and i deal with um not only young children but people in general is to understand that I try to get people to understand the nutrient quality mm-hmm. of a food as opposed to the numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm really not a big numbers fan mm-hmm. and I'm trying to program um, my own children and young athletes that I speak to about avoiding those numbers and not looking at those those numbers and things like that as a progress of success. Um, I would like them to, it's important to read ingredients. Mm-hmm. So actually reading the ingredient label, I mean, if if there is something on a package that has, you know, 18 different items that they can't even pronounce, mm-hmm. then the chances are it's, you know, regardless if the uh, calories are mm-hmm. good or bad in that, um, that specific product, it's not a good thing, right. you know? So if you can turn around a yogurt label and stand there and read the different yogurts and, and one yogurt has three ingredients and another has 18, I encourage you regardless of what the fat percentage is, what the, you know, because now you're taking in nutrients. Right. And so that's my biggest focus is pick nutrients over calories. 
And, um, yeah, these fad diets are, you know, I mean, they're all over the place. We've got keto and paleo and all this yeah. kind of intermittent fasting and, and what's going on. But it, the important thing to understand is that everyone is so different. Mm. And these diets affect people in different ways. And sometimes it works for some. And sometimes it just does not, yeah, work for others. Could you sort of briefly explain what are what are carbs or carbohydrates versus proteins and fats and what do you recommend athletes eat um i think like a really kind of good little blanket statement um carbs are considered athletes fuel okay so that's mm-hmm. the most efficient burning fuel is carbohydrates mm-hmm. proteins are considered athletes power so that is your rebuild repair recovery things mm-hmm. like that um uh, proteins also support mood they help boost immunity things like mm-hmm. that fats are more of athletes oil mm-hmm. so um they do assist with fuel and energy um they help with mental focus they also help with weight management but your most effective Efficient fuel source is definitely coming from carbohydrates. So the body uses carbohydrates and uses fats for fuel. Um, short bursts of energy or short, so a ringette game that's an hour, hockey an hour and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, those fast, um, really, you need to, that quick, quick energy. Um, those carbohydrates are, are what your body is basically using, what, what those stores are in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, endurance athletes, so your marathon runners, your long, you know, prolonged sports, things like that. Those are, so your body uses up the carbohydrates, then it taps into the fats. Mm-hmm. So then that's when fats become um, fuel for you. So it's very important that carbohydrates are a very important part of athletes' mm-hmm. um you know, diet and things like that. Um, so carbs and fat are mainly our fuel for, for most athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to understand that I think people get lost in the whole carbohydrate thing because mm-hmm. it's such a fad too. You know, I don't eat carbs. I eat low carbs. Right. I, I don't think people really even understand that carbohydrates, um, that's, it's a big window. Like right. those are your fruits and vegetables as mm-hmm. well. It doesn't mean that carbohydrates are only your starches. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your pastas and your breads and things like that. They're very good. Um, there's simple carbohydrates and then there's complex carbohydrates. And your simple ones give you really fast, quick energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so fruits and, and uh, things like that. Fruits, vegetables, things more like that. Your complex ones are are um, foods that take a little longer, like sweet potatoes, root vegetables, things like that that are really important nutrients to Mm -hmm. take, but they take longer to digest. Um, So proteins are good for your strength and recovery. Those are really important um, maybe an hour to three hours prior to an event, and then definitely after for for um, but carbohydrates, I would say is is a huge focus right. for athletes. And again, carbs and proteins prior, and carbs and proteins after mm-hmm. after sporting events. So you've mentioned a diet that's kind of popular right now. It's the keto diet. Yeah. Um, just quickly, could you just explain what you're supposed to do on this keto diet? Yeah, keto diet is basically fat-fueled. Mm. So what it's getting you to do exactly what I just explained about carbohydrates and how we have to eat them to have stores of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is a keto diet is so low mm-hmm. in carbohydrates that it resources to fats as energy. Mm-hmm. So you don't take in the carbohydrates. So if your body doesn't have those carbohydrates as energy, 
then it resorts to fat. Right. And so it uses and burns fat as fuel. Um, there are good things and bad things about that. Some people are very successful on a keto-style right. diet. Um, there's a lot of really great things, but the important thing is to understand what quality of fats we're talking right. about. You know, are, um, are we talking about just eating straight bacon grease for three meals yeah. a day and and all these things that you know keto sort of dials into you know yeah. eat all the meat eat all the bacon eat everything right. you can but um understanding the difference what a good healthy fat is right and what a sort of a poor choice yeah. yeah so based on kind of what we've talked about it sounds like the keto diet isn't super sustainable or practical especially for a lot of like young athletes young athletes i would say no introducing good healthy fats that's right. a bonus that's coming out of right. keto because people are now dialed into okay it's safe to eat you know um uh, coconut oil or avocados right. or maybe i can right. have more nuts than than i've been told mm -hmm. yeah do you have some basic guidelines for athletes to follow to sort of weed through all this information and all these fad diets? Um, I think it's just really important that you have to, uh, you sort of have to listen to your body mm -hmm. and figure out what works for you. Um, I know that, you know, there's some, some really good tips about pre-fueling and post-fueling and things like that, but um, sometimes that works for somebody and sometimes that doesn't, right? right. So trial and error, um, I don't necessarily say go you know try a new food group or something prior to going to nationals yeah. or or something <laughs> like that right you're yeah. going to want to experiment a little bit with that during practices and some normal ice time what's yeah. affecting your you know your digestive tract and what isn't right yeah. so um yeah but just you you got to tap into your body and i think it's really important that athletes really understand that both mentally and physically how can coaches and parents of young athletes have healthy conversations about food without sort of exacerbating any body image insecurities? Right, right. That's important too. Mm -hmm. um, you know what? My biggest thing is lead by example mm. is simply the best answer that it can give you for that. Right. Um, kids that see coaches and parents that lead by example that are out there and, um, you know, training or working out or getting some type of and making smart choices healthier choices mm -hmm. um providing them with education mm -hmm. as well you know um to allow them to to have those healthy choices at home mm -hmm. i mean especially super young athletes that aren't purchasing groceries or right. buying that kind of food they don't have those choices so mm -hmm. leading by example is your is your biggest thing also getting them involved is really important right making them um be accountable for mm. some of those choices, right? Taking them to the grocery store right. and being like, okay, let's let's pick a new fruit today. What is something you've never tried before? Mm -hmm. You know, incorporating that sort of thing in. Um, shopping, uh, home cooking as well. Right. Like get them involved mm -hmm. as opposed to allowing them to just pull up at the dinner table and, right. and they're fed what they're fed, right. right? So I think educating them, um, allowing them to get in involved and lead by example is for sure. That's great. And finally, what are some of your favorite pregame or postgame snacks? Um, I would say uh, pregame, postgame, I'm definitely a fan of homemade stuff. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of um, homemade, there's cookies, granola bars, things like that, that aren't laden with a whole bunch of you know, chemicals or packages or stuff like that. Those fruit, um, beef jerky, I love, right. and I'm a huge advocate. Obviously getting, um, you know, a little bit more nitrate free and, and not so many 
hormones and things like that mm -hmm. in the beef jerky, but that's a great source of fuel as mm -hmm. well, a great protein. Um, yogurt parfaits, protein pancakes are huge at our house. Okay. Yeah, where we just take the the rolled oats and stuff, add some like maybe some hemp or flax seeds or mm -hmm. something, okay. grind it up and add an egg to it. And you can top it with whatever, like a natural peanut butter or some berries or something like that. that sounds it's a great, yeah. Um, yeah, great food source. Um, crackers, hummus, trail mix, things like that. Yeah, or some some other options. Great. And all and some of those things you can take with you on the road. Oh, totally, <laughs> all of them can be totally accessible. And I mean, that's that's a huge huge aspect as mm -hmm. well. To um, is exactly what you said, taking it on the road. I mean, we're athletes are constantly, I mean, kids are coming home from school, they're grabbing their bag, they're off to the rink, they mm -hmm. need, prep is super important, yeah. right? Being prepared ahead of time so you don't have to make those fast decisions of stopping through a drive through or yeah. stopping, you know, and uh, doing that prep ahead of time is super important and getting kids involved in that too. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. This was great information. No, it was of my pleasure. Yeah, Thank we're, you. Uh, very excited. Thank you. Thanks. It's Monday, January 21st, and here is your Ring Out Roundup. It's been a busy few weeks for the Edmonton Wham as they have played five games since the last podcast episode. They split the four-game series in BC, coming away with five of a possible eight points. Back at home on Sunday, they defeated the Black Gold Rush 9-5. Calgary Wrath has also been busy as they hosted the Manitoba Intact last week. Wrath finished that series with two wins and one shootout loss. Next up for these teams, Calgary Wrath will be in the Edmonton area this Saturday, January 26th. They will take on Wham at 10.30 a.m. at Millennium Place in Shored Park and then place the Black Gold Rush at 5.15 p.m. at the Ken Nickel Rec Center in Beaumont. The following weekend, Calgary will head out to Vancouver to play a three-game series against the BC Thunder. Elsewhere in the province, open teams will be in Calgary this weekend for the Cora Calgary Classic Tournament. And then February 1st to 3rd, we'll see teams in all age groups in Strathmore at the Laurie Morton Rupp Memorial Tournament and in Hinton for their Friends on Ice Tournament. Good luck to all teams. Let's Talk Ringette is produced by Ring at Alberta and created using Anchor.fm. I'm your host and producer, Robin Gillespie. Special thanks again to Daisha Mead for her time and the knowledge she provided to us. You can find her on Instagram at Inside Out Nutrition or by going to fullspectrumchiropractic.ca slash site slash nutritional counseling. All of that will be available in the show notes as well. If you have any questions or comments regarding something you heard today, or you just want to say hi, or you want to suggest a topic for a future episode, send me an email. Robin at ringatalberta.com is how you can reach me. The best way you can show support for this podcast and any resources we produced is by sharing them with someone. If you share on social media, be sure to use hashtag ringatab. Contact info, new episodes, policies, and news can all be found at ringatalberta.com. Until next time, see you around the rinks. <laughs>